This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip. Presented by BetMGM with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger. Good morning. It's time to get yourself going because we are off and running here at the Daily Tip. It's hour two of the show. I'm Chelsea Messenger. He's Michael Jenkins. Jinx, have you seen this story about Eric Church? You know who Eric Church is, right? I do, but I haven't seen the story. So he is a famous country singer. If you have not heard of him, he's also from North Carolina. And if you've been living under a rock, UNC and Duke are playing in the final four. So Eric Church, huge UNC fan, canceled his concert just so he can watch the game. Do you think this is fair or foul? This is fair. I love Eric. I love his music, number one, especially his older stuff. But I think this is fair. Sometimes, look... Whenever you have a team make the final four, it's a rare thing. And I understand the fans are going to be disappointed. But sometimes you got to do something for yourself. You got to treat yourself. And when your team is in the final four, and think about it this way, North Carolina and Duke in the final four, this has never happened before in the history of college basketball. If you're a Carolina fan or a Duke fan, how could you miss this? If you're an Eric Church fan, imagine if you bought tickets to his concert only to see well, uh, I'm not going to be at the concert because I want to go to a basketball game. Would you be mad? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, but he's at least he's going. Now, if he were, if he was like, listen, I got to cancel this concert because I got to watch this game. I mean, like, you're going to watch it out. But he's going to the game. So that, I mean, think about it. You're going to the Final Four. You get to watch UNC and Duke play, and Carolina is your favorite team. Those are extenuating circumstances. Like, let's say, for example, I were a famous country star, which I know is a huge stretch. But all of a sudden, I had a concert planned way ahead of time, and then Texas is playing in the national championship game. I'm like, no, I'm going to this game. Fans will be mad for I'll make it up to them. I'll give them a discount, whatever it is. I'll release an EP with some previously unreleased material at a discount, whatever. I'm going to that game. So as a sports fan, I get it. Well, apparently he's on tour. So what if Carolina beats Duke? And what if they play in the national championship? Is he going to cancel another concert? You have to come this <laughs> far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be like, listen, guys, it's uh, I'll make it up to you. Sorry about this. I had no idea that my favorite team is going to be playing for a national championship. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. How often do you get a chance to watch your team? I feel like if you're a sports fan at all, you'll get it. So you know what? Tip of the old cap to Eric Church. I may go back and listen to his old catalog now. Mm, I don't know. I <laughs> you don't like, like it? I feel like some fans are probably mad. Like, this is his job. I guess everybody deserves to call out of work occasionally for these big-time occasions. But like I said, what if Carolina makes it to the national championship? 
then you got to cancel another one. Uh, I got to look at the <laughs> schedule for that, though. Let's get a third opinion on this. We're welcoming back our old friend, Joe Gilio on the Roman guest line. However, before we get to Joe, now is a great time to remind you that all of our great sports betting wagertainment content is available on the Daily Tip podcast. Just search the Daily Tip wherever you get your podcast. Like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff that the kids say on YouTube, and we'd really appreciate it. So let's get to Joe. He is the co-host of BetQL Daily immediately after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. You can hear him on WIP in Philadelphia weekday evening. So Joe, is it fair or foul that Eric Church canceled his concerts so he can watch his team, UNC, in the Final Four? Yeah, I think it's totally fair. I mean, I, I think he almost had no choice. He has to be there for his team. He has to watch this. Um, and, and I think the unpredictability of UNC being there gives him a little leeway here. You know, if they're a one or two seed, he's got to kind of plan it out. Like, there, there's a good chance they're going to be in New Orleans for the Final Four. They were in eight seeds. Even the most optimistic fan of that team or alum probably didn't think they were going to be here. The fact that it's a Duke game, yeah, I, I'm with him. This actually reminds me when I was um, – I guess I was in high school. I remember what I, what I was doing or how old I was. But I was my, my, the first sport I loved was baseball. I was just a baseball junkie when I was a kid, and I I never wanted to miss big October moments. And I was uh, I had like a part time job or whatever at that point. But I I didn't want to miss. Uh, I guess it was '03. Roger Clemens back in Fenway Park pitching in the postseason Yankees Red Sox, and I was on the schedule that day. And I tried to call out, and they like basically gave me a hard time. And so I just quit my job. I was like, I'm not, I'm not missing Yankees Red Sox. I got, I got to watch Clemens back in Fenway. I, I got to see this game. Um, and and so I, uh, I didn't go to. I think that was the day that Don Zimmer got thrown to the ground by Pedro Martinez. It was something wild like that. So I was glad I, I got to see that game. Oh my God, that's incredible, Joe. I mean, I already liked you before, but my, sir, well done, very well done. So let me ask you about the Final Four. Of course, it starts on Saturday. The early game is Nova and Kansas. Then we get Carolina and Duke in the eight or the late game, I should say, at eight forty-five p.m. What is your initial lean when you think about Nova and Kansas? And something I've been asking everyone, which I think is very fascinating, is how much impetus do you put on Bill Self versus Jay Wright? Yeah, it's a great question with the coach. I think the, the advantage is, is on Jay Wright's side. He's, he's the better coach. If I, if I had to pick um, a coach late in the game to trust, it would be Jay Wright and his team in that, in that spot. Now, there's a reason that Kansas is favored. They're, they're a better roster right now. And, you know, the, the loss of, of more for Villanova is significant. But, Jake, I thought Jay Wright said something interesting last week. And it might, it might just be him kind of convincing himself of this. But, you know, the, the way that the tournament's set up with basically the week in between – the games here, it, it gives him a week to figure this out. It's almost like a football injury is kind of the way he, he framed it, where he's got a week to game plan and figure out how, the, how he's going to disperse those minutes. Does he continue with a short rotation and one player kind of fills in the next man up thing, or is he going to have a longer rotation and it's a couple players? We'll see what he does, but I think the week off gives him options here and, and, and ways he, he could attack it. I would take Nova with the points. They're, they're one of the best free-throw shooting teams in college basketball history. They have a veteran point guard who we know is an outstanding player, and they can get hot and hit threes. So even if they're the lesser team, I, I think the three-point shooting and free-throw shooting keeps them close. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if in a minute ago this is a, you know, a two-or-so-point game. I, I take Nova with the points in that game. So the Philly guy is taking Nova. Big shocker. Uh, uh -huh. But, Joe, looking at some of the factors you talked about, the weak layoff and also the fact that these games, aren't they played at a football stadium? 
it's a much different venue where we talk about the line of sight being a little different for shooters. Are there any different angles in these particular games that go into your handicap of maybe some of these totals? Yeah, I think it's a great point. I mean, especially the first night. You know, the title game, you kind of have your bearings a little bit, but that first night, the Final Four, new venue, the lighting, the, the stands obviously are different there. It could definitely be a factor. Now, you know, Nova's been through a lot of these, and, and some of these veteran players have been through it um, for that program. But, yeah, it, it's a factor, especially for three-point shooting teams. And, and the, I mean, the first half unders in, in these games have been an incredible bet in the NCAA tournament. I'm not sure if it's nerves, if it's, if it's shooting, if the team's coming out hot and then kind of loses the steam. I'm not sure exactly why it's happening, but they continue to hit the first half under. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if in both or either of these games, the first half under uh, would be a way to play, especially on Saturday as they try to uh, navigate, like you're saying there, Chelsea, the lighting and then the uh, kind of the depth perception of the arena. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're talking with Joe Giglio, co-host of BetQL Daily. Immediately after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. You can also listen to Joe on WIP in Philadelphia weekday mornings. How much do you consider trends in a spot like this, Joe? We were talking to Nick Costas yesterday, and, and we had some interesting trends as far as the winners in the Final Four, teams that win cover, like at an 84% clip over the past 20 years, which is pretty convincing. But he said, you know, I really look at these games individually and don't pay attention to trends where do you fall on that scope yeah it's an interesting question and i i think we have to probably like comb through um which teams were there I, you know I, I my guess would be teams that kind of came out of nowhere those you know random double digit seeds they probably struggled to cover because kind of like saint uh peter's right the city the clock struck midnight on a george mason um or, or teams like that over the years so there's probably some noise to the number if you really kind of pick it apart but it is interesting and and to, to go to that um in terms of carolina because they're the one in this spot that's not supposed to be here as the eighth seed i, I do like duke to cover uh, on that spot i mean there's there's a lot there and we could dive into the, the how familiar they are with each other duke winning in cameron a few weeks ago but I, I just i look at that and i know carolina's playing really good basketball but i i just i feel like duke's offense and it's almost, it's almost like it clicked for them mentally when they got through texas tech and they went to the last what, 8.53 of that game without missing a shot? You know, you watch Duke, and it's like, I think they realize now how talented they are on offense, and it's almost like, hey, we, Texas Tech was the best defense we're going to see all year, and we they couldn't stop us in the second half. Nobody could stop us. So I, I, I like Duke in, in their game on Saturday, and I would take that favorite to cover. 
There's other ways to play the tournament, of course. You can play an outright winner. You can play most outstanding player. Are there any other bets on the board that you like right now? Yeah, I mean, the most outstanding player one is interesting because, you know, it's not always, you look back throughout the, the history of it, it's not always the number one player on the team. You know, sometimes it is. You know, you're Carmel- Carmelo Anthony at Syracuse or, you know, however you want to frame the, the best player, Anthony Davis at Kentucky, but it's not always that guy who's going to be at the top of the NBA draft. But I think about Duke, because right now if I had I – mean, I think the first way to look at this, if you're still jumping on the most outstanding player future, is, all right, who's going to win? Let's just start there. Who do you think is going to win the tournament? Because obviously it's going to come from that side. It's going to come from that one of the four teams left. I would say right now Duke's going to win this. If I had to, to bet on a team to win it right now, it would be Duke. And, you know, obviously Pablo's a, a great player, and, and he's going to be one of the top picks in the NBA draft. But, you know, Roach, you know, their young guard, I mean, he stood out to me the last couple of games as kind of a, a floor general and someone that, that they could trust late in games. I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it comes from Duke and Duke does win if it's not their, you know, quote-unquote best player. So I think if you're looking for value, look down a little bit um, at a team like Duke or even Kansas and kind of go off the favorite and, uh, and find someone on that roster, probably the point guard, who you think um, is going to have a, a big role in a potential title game. Joe, who is one player, and it could be on any team, that could have a big couple of games or make an impact that maybe we're not talking about? We always talk about Bancaro or, or Baycott or Abaji, the names we know, but maybe who is someone not necessarily off the radar, but who could really have a good Final Four and be a surprise to all of us? Yeah, I just mentioned Jeremy Roach from, from Duke, and, and he's, he's the one I have my eye on here. I, I always feel like when we get deep into the tournament, I mean, really – I think sometimes as, as betters, as fans, we kind of overcomplicate things, you know, in, in terms of everything it's for us. And we, we look deep, and that's what, we're, that's what we're here to do, and it's fun. But sometimes the simplest, you know, form of, of analysis is the best. The, the point guards, and, and point guards you could trust to not turn the basketball over and to be the, the floor generals here in college basketball, they decide these games. You know, turnovers decide these games. Free throw shooting decides these games. And, and I look at, at Rochon Duke, and, and I feel like he's got a real chance for us to look up, you know, Monday night and say, man, he had, you know, whatever, 18 points, zero turnovers or one turnover and, and you know, nine assists. He, he, was, he was the reason they won this game tonight. I, I'd look to him, someone that we, we probably weren't talking about, you know, three weeks ago. Right, and that's why I think we were talking about Remy Martin from Kansas. We talk about guard play being so important and especially down the stretch when it comes to these big games. Before we let you go, I've got to ask about Bruce Arians. Because what a bombshell. I didn't see this happening. And immediately I put the tinfoil hat on. I was thinking of all the conspiracy theories. Is there a reason Tom Brady unretired? And now we see Bruce Arians retiring. What's your take on all this? Yeah, I'm with you with the tinfoil hat. I've I've got it on over here. There's no question in my mind that there's something to this. I mean, we heard about friction between Brady and Arians, and they both kind of you know, they took the high road, I guess, or kind of had these weird things they said, especially if you go back to Arians at the Combine, talking about how some people just like to hear themselves in the news. And I, I thought he was basically talking about Tom Brady and this, you know, is he really retired or not? I think there was real friction there. And I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Brady got the word that Bruce would leave if he came back. And then he was like, all right, I'll come back. I mean, I, I think there's probably more layers to this Bucks brady story who knows, maybe he wanted out and they told him, no, if you're going to play, you play here. And he's like, I'll only play there if there's no Arians. And, and the whole thing uh, came about. But it's definitely interesting. And for as much as it's fascinating, I also think it downgrades the Bucks. Not that Todd Bowles is a bad coach, but 
they're a better coaching staff with Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles rather than Todd Bowles, you know, as the head man. So I, I think the Bucks are uh, are not as high on, on my list to win the Super Bowl now without Bruce Arians for this coming season. I'm glad I'm not the only crazy person that thinks that there's some <laughs> kind of friction because we love to read into these things because it's what makes the NFL interesting, the characters, the relationships, and everything. That was Joe Gillio appearing on the Roman Guest Line. He's the co-host of BetQL Daily immediately after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. Joe, thanks for waking up with us this morning. You got it, guys. Talk next week. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.